Good morning. Uh, I'm excited to be here uh, this morning. It, it feels a little um, strange with, uh, you know, I can't speak for Andrew. It's like Andrew and I, these, this dueling uh, sermon thing. It's like we're trying out for a job, but neither one of us really wants. <laughs> but I am excited to be here. Uh, but have no fear, uh, Jim and Jeremy will be back uh, next week. So uh, if you'll open up your Bibles to Romans chapter 12. Uh, that, that Morris read for us. Um, we're going to start there here in a second. Um, as many of you know, a few weeks ago, uh, we had the opportunity to go to church camp, and of the members here, that same week, we had uh, went to three different church camps, uh, different members of our congregation, and I, I gave a little lesson there, and I, um, I asked the question, why do people go to church camp? And you know, for those of you that have never gone to church camp, it's kind of an interesting place. You know, it's and why people do it every year. Um, it's it's hot. You are not in your regular bed. There are a few bugs. Um, one little story. Uh, Saturday night before all the church camp uh, got there, uh, Jeremy and I get a call from Pam, Tennille, and Natalie, and they're in their cabin, and they they need us to hurry and come rescue them. And uh, we go to their cabin, and they were both standing on a table, and there's a spider. The spider was dead, a dead spider, but they were still, and I may or may not have slung the spider toward them as I was leaving. Uh, another thing, we had a, a, a staff, and I feel like I need to share this with you, the, the bravery of Jeremy Beller. We were in a, and since he's not here, I can talk about him. We were in a staff meeting and the door was opened, um, and a snake, a grass snake, comes in during our staff meeting, and Jeremy Beller, the brave Jeremy Beller, jumps to his feet and immediately starts throwing things in front of our cabin door to prevent the snake from entering our room. So, and then he ran off somewhere. So, um, so but the question is, you know, why do we go to church camp? Why, why year after year do people go to church camp? Um, and I think there are two answers. One is we get away from the world, right? It's a way to just step back, take a break, um, and just get away from everything. But I think the biggest answer is to be with like-minded uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. It's kind of a special place where you can just zone in on what you need to do to kind of fix your walk, and you have like-minded people with you. Um, and I think that would be the answer. Uh, the Greek word for Christian fellowship is koinonia. It's mentioned several times in the New Testament. And so that refers to the Christian fellowship, this, this body of believers. You know, why this is what we do, right? We come here to strengthen one another, to fellowship with one another, and we all have that common goal. And so um, Romans chapter 12, 1 through 8, and I'm going to read um, this again. Uh, verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than, the, than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body 
with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we are many, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in a proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. You know, being part of a Christian family is uh, it's very different than your blood family, right? It's very different than your work family, you know, where you're bonded together because of a task, you know, that you're trying to complete. You know, our Christian family that we have here today, um, we're bonded together through Christ, right? Our like-mindedness, our knowledge that we have a bond, a bond that's stronger than blood, that's stronger than the task that we have to complete, um, it's through our love of God and the knowledge of his son's sacrifice. And that's why we're here. And so, you know, why is that, why is that important? Um, Paul says in Romans that verse 4, do not, we do not have the same function. Verse 6, we have different gifts. Verse 5, we have each member belongs to all the other. Um, so this morning, uh, Andrew and I, we're going to talk about some of the benefits of being part of this fellowship. Um, and so this, this koinonia, this Christian fellowship. So if you'll turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 14. The body is a unit. Though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ, for we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Uh, drop down to verse 25. So that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices in it. So Paul is saying here that you know, our Christian fellowship, our bond, uh, our koinonia should be of concern for each part, right? We should be concerned for each other. Each part, each one's unique, each one's special. In verse 26, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. So fellowship involves helping others through difficult circumstances in life. You know, Nate, Nate was talking about that a little bit earlier. The church should be the one place where we find help when life is difficult. Um, you know, one way that we're able to minister to each other is by caring, listening to each other's burdens, right? Helping carry those burdens, helping each other. So, you know, what burdens, you know, could this be? You know, as I was, as I was kind of preparing for this, you know, I thought of some of those that over the years of those in our congregation have, have dealt with, right? So, um, you know, I've, I've thought of loved ones that were lost, of uh, jobs that were lost, um, injuries, you know, uh, depression, uh, monetary issues, marital issues, challenges to our faith, faith issues. Um, and unfortunately, you know, these are things that, that happen in life, right? These are the speed bumps of life, the trials that, that we have to go through. 
And this life, this world, it, it's tough at times. It's tough. Um, but we are a blessed people because of our fellowship with one another. I feel blessed to be part of this family, and I, I hope that, that you are, feel the same. Um, you know, I've seen members of this congreg- congregation donate money um, to help others in need. Uh, we've had members who take food to, uh, to those who have lost a loved one or go and sit and talk to them. Um, there's a, I mean, there's people here that you'll go and work on people's houses, you know, mow their lawn, or maybe just be just a listening ear to, to someone, you know, just checking up on them. Um, you know, as Paul says, when one part suffers, every part suffers with it. So for those of us, you know, that are suffering, and when those times come, and they will happen, right, your Christian brothers and sisters are here to help you. Um, and I don't know how many times, just as being a youth minister here, how many times someone has come up to me and said, hey, what does the youth group need? What, uh, can I pay for some of this? Is anyone going through any issues? Can I help you? Um, you know, and when we uh, started the food bank ministry last year, um, you know, we, we really wanted to focus it on our neighborhood, but it very, there was a very strong desire for, that's great, but we also need to make sure and take care of those that are in our congregation as well for those that may need it. Um, I realize that there are things that many do in this congregation that uh, no one even knows, and that's great. Um, and you do it for, not for glory or anything like that, but it's because you genuinely care for the others that are part of this family. Um, so for those that are going through a time like that, just as Paul said, you know, we want to be there for you, to suffer with you, to help you through that pain that, that you're maybe dealing with. And, you know, and although you may not be able to take away the pain uh, that you have, but at least you'll have someone to go through it with you. And that's what part of being a Christian family is all about. Um, for those that maybe aren't suffering, you know, I, I encourage you to look for opportunities. Um, go ahead, turn over to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So spur one another on. Encourage one another. You know, we are continually looking for, we we should all continue to be looking for opportunities to help one another in this Christian fellowship. You know, as you look around the room, um, you know, uh, this, this past year has been pretty tough right? In, in so many ways. So, you know, who haven't we seen? Um, do we talk to each other? Have we checked up on someone? Have we listened to how they're doing? Do we read our bulletin and under the member concerns? Do we, do we pray for those in need? And I'm, I'm asking these questions to myself as well. You know, we have to have relationships with one another. We have to visit and know what's going on in each other's lives. That's what being a family is all about. And this is not only helps strengthen relationships, but it helps strengthen our family so that we can represent what Christ Church should be. Um, we have to remember to take the time, and I know that's tough, we're all busy, but taking the time to form the relationships with one another, care for one another, um, and take actions to help one another. You know, if we approach 
our Christian fellowship with this approach, uh, we're reminded that, you know, we're not alone. Um, we're all on the same team. We're all helping each other through the patches of life to reach that finish line together. And so that's what, um, so our, the, in, in my, in my uh, lesson closing uh, is, is that benefit of that fellowship, that we're there to help each other, that we should be helping each other, and that you always have a family member um, that's there to get us through those rough times.